Bugs, floods, and disease. That's what we're talking about today on Focus on the Farm. And uh, that's why we've got Greg Canabula with us this morning. Uh, Greg is a CCA. Does that stand for Certified Crop Advisor? Rob, I think it stands for Certified to Carry an Axe so you can dissect a corn plant. <laughs> yeah. Greg owns and operates GNK Concepts. A lot of you know him personally, a crop consulting firm working with farmers in the Great Lakes region that includes Indiana, Ohio, and Michigan. But I think think the thing, Greg, that probably keeps you busier than anything has got to be the kids during fair season, right? Well, that would be the case for this week because our county fair overlaps with state fair, so it's a whirlwind. Yeah, so not much sleep in between. Well, listen, hot and dry conditions in the past month or so kept most foliar diseases from really exploding. But then we got a bunch of rain all at once, and we got humidity, we got morning dew. Purdue Agronomy Department put it pretty succinctly. They said foliar diseases need three things, a pathogen, a host, and favorable environment. So Focus on number three, would you, and the impact of rain and humidity on foliar diseases here in the recent few days. Yeah, that's a great point. There's a disease triangle that needs to come together to make any kind of foliar disease show up. Fortunately or unfortunately, that period of dry weather we had back in June really held things at bay and really no disease got started. That's what dry weather will do for you. So that's the conditions piece of that triangle. So that's a good thing. But in the last couple of weeks, you know, the situation has changed. It's pretty much widespread rains, heavy dew, humidity levels are, are really high. So we're setting the stage for disease to start. A lot of those will be typically keep an eye on gray leaf spot, northern corn leaf blight, northern corn leaf spot, and now tar spot. Tar spot in corn continues to be a big concern this season, especially after last year's epidemic of it. But Greg, scouting seems to be really the first line of defense. What do we need to look for? We definitely need to scout. Fortunately, up to this point, we've actually stayed really clean and really healthy, even in the pockets last year that were really intense and heavy pressure. And surprisingly, it has not got a start as soon as what I thought it would have. But I think that goes back to that two, three week period of dry weather where it just held things at bay. But I'll tell you what, just in the last day or so, we are now getting reports. There's some very minor tar spot being identified, particularly in the north and in the northwest. So it is starting. The whole key on tar spot is don't get behind. If you get behind, there's no recovering. And that's what happened to us last year. I'm told that there's a scratch test that we can do that kind of gives us at least the first indication that we're looking at tar spot and not something else. Yeah, that's a good point too, Rob. There is a scratch test and it's been misidentified here, but you need to give it the scratch test. You can use your fingernail and you cannot scrape tar spot from the leaf. If you can scrape it off the leaf, it's not tar spot. So you just got to scout and look for it, but it cannot be scraped off the leaf surface. It just looks like a black dot that's uh, about the size of uh, if you took a fat tip Sharpie and dabbed the leaf, that's about the size of a tar spot lesion. And that's what you really got to look for. You said you're pretty confident about the corn crop that we've got right here in our general vicinity. But what about soybeans? Well, not to be Debbie Downer, but we're not real optimistic on the bean crop. And, you know, we have the month of August to go through, and August makes beans and July makes corn. So it could surprise us. I think we could have some 35-bushel bean fields, and I think we could have some 75-bushel bean fields. 
but I don't think it's going to be real consistent. Beans got a tough start. They kind of laid their ankle-high beans for weeks during that dry period, and then we finally got rain, and they finally started nodulating, fixating nitrogen, and kind of taking off and looking like a bean crop should. But we're kind of running out of calendar is the problem because by the time they finally got going, we're almost two weeks behind because they didn't go anywhere during that dry period. Yeah. So we lost some calendar time, and, and it's really hard to get that back when, when you're dealing with a plant that's you know, photosensitive and yeah. it matures based on day length. And it just kind of is what it is. But the biggest thing we're getting right now is the rainfall is so variable that we're getting so many calls about, man, my beans are yellow. I got pockets of yellow beans. What can I go do? I need to go fix it. And, you know, to be honest with you, those yellow pockets, what's happened is those beans are not nodulating. They suffocated with too much rain. They couldn't breathe, which means they couldn't nodulate. They couldn't fixate in to look green and look like a bean plant should. The best thing you can do on something like that is do nothing and let that plant recover on its own before you go the next path of a foliar fertilizer or a fungicide or whatever. Beans actually need a period of dry weather. I hate to say it. So corn doesn't want that. Beans do want that. So you can't have your cake and eat it too, but that's the situation we're in. Yeah. One last question that I had for you. It seemed like we had corn planted over a three or even a four week period. You had early corn planted tail end of April. And then some of that last corn that was going in was in the you know first few days of June. So when we talk about a pollination period, it seems to me pollination is going to be about three weeks long this year. It really will. The first planted corn is pretty much done pollinating now. The the mid-planted corn is well on its way, I would say 50% pollinated. But the later planted corn, a lot of that corn is still two or three leaves from tassel. And just to give you an idea, about an 85-degree day, it'll take about two to two and a half days to unroll a leaf. So if you're two to three leaves from tassel, I mean, you might have a week yet before that corn starts shooting tassels, and then it has to go through the pollination process. So, you know, the long-term forecast is looking dry. It's looking hot. The later planted corn is going to need a, a drink to keep it in good situation to pollinate. I'm not real worried about the mid to early planted corn. The later corn isn't out of the woods yet. It still looks good. I still am very optimistic on it, but it's going to need some comfortable temperatures to get yeah. that thing going. Greg Canabular with G&K Concepts. I always enjoy a conversation with you. It's always instructive. Thanks so much for your time. You bet. I appreciate your time as well. Podcasts by Federated Media.